Here we go. Happy Friday, Nudge fans. This is another Nudge Coach Happy Hour. It's Friday, April 23rd to mark this moment in history. And I'm not going to lie, from my perspective, and I know from Max's perspective too, I will never forget this last week as long as I live as a crazy European Soccer League fan, as a, as a crazy Premier League fan. Um, the Super League fiasco is probably the most interesting thing I've ever seen happen in sports. What do you think, Mac? <laughs> totally agree. It took me a second. When you, were, when you were kicking us off, I was like, wait a second, what happened this week? And then I realized, oh, you were, you were definitely going down the Super League rabbit hole. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's a great example of the, uh, you have something great that's been, been working fairly well for a long time, and then a few people just decide to completely throw a wrench into it. Just set it on fire. By the way, I should have led by calling you Mac underscore Gamble, yep. which, by the way, thank you to Dr. Feely for including that specifically in an email to us over this past week. Yep. I have now been called underscore at least one time in the wild at this point. It's official. It's his yep. real name. If you if you get the opportunity to email Mac, give him a call, shoot him a text. The appropriate way to address him is Mac underscore Gamble. I wonder it's, you you know, when social media was early and people were grabbing like the vanity names of just like, hey, just like, you know, just their first name, you know, the early Twitter and Instagram users. I wonder if I could just have underscore is my name. I wonder if anyone's tried that. I don't know. This could be your moment, though. No, have to have to give it a shot. So. Um, all right. So a lot of people are probably like, what the hell is this Super League team? Their Super League thing that they're talking about. Two minutes on Super League. So 12 of the biggest clubs in Europe just decided to go and start their own league. <laughs> Basically, that's, that's my, how it happened. Yep. That's my high level description of it is basically a money grab because they were going to basically make $4.2 billion. Keep, keep in mind, these teams are all in different leagues. Yeah, it's, it's you got to remember that this is like, this is kind of like if you had the NFL of several different countries and the best teams of those basically just said, Hey, screw it. We're going to do our own thing and get paid a lot of money. Yep. The best part is that they tried to tell the entire soccer world this was best for everybody. Yep. Didn't work very well. It, know your customer. Know your customer. So that's the theme for today. Know your customer. Yep. So naturally, fans of all these clubs raised a lot of hell, mm-hmm. took to the streets in some cases, protested. Um, I would not want to be here. Let's run down a list of a couple of these owners. Stan Kroenke. Uh, Roman Abramovich, John Henry, uh, the Glaziers. A lot of Americans here are going to take yeah. a hit from this for sure. I actually watched Moneyball last night. I forgot there's a someone plays John Henry in that movie, and it was wild. It's because so relevant as that came on. I was like, oh my God, how, you know, just look at him completely different now. But the big question how are we weaving this conversation into the world of coaching today? It's a great question, and this would never happen to the good coaches out there like you guys because you know your customer. You're not thinking, oh, you know, there's some money dangled out in front of me. I'm just going to launch this thing that nobody actually wants without taking the time to maybe have a lunch and have a conversation with a couple of my customers about it, whether it's a valuable thing that people see value in other than me, um, just out there to grab some money. So when you're thinking about doing something crazy, even if it's just a money grab that might feel good at the moment, 
you might want to have some conversations with your customers and make sure it's the right fit for them. Customer validation. So because important. in the year of our Lord, 2021, the year of the client experience, you might want to actually know what your clients want. Yep. Remember year of the client experience. That's it. You heard I hope that's friend. catching on. I hope someone else is talking about this somewhere out there. I tried I to bring like this up in another conversation too this week. We're just shouting into the void, Mac. Mm-hmm. Into the void. All three listeners are going to be thinking about it. That's the main thing. So I am okay. super pumped about this episode. I forgot what we're talking about. <laughs> so, so here kind of coming into this. So remember, these episodes are just whatever we encountered in the world of coaching in a given week. So the episode is largely predicated on what our calls are like this week because I'm on calls pretty much all week with coaches and coaching businesses and especially these weeks these uh, these our head of sales out on maternity leave so it's been yeah been interesting it's been really fun though I've had a chance to connect with a lot of people and then today's even interesting because now two other members are out traveling so you and I are pulling like triple duty so support team what's up support team yeah that's right if you send us a message today you may get either Phil or I responding um (laughs) the so really interesting thing has happened over the past few weeks and I didn't see it coming. And it, I think it's really fascinating. We've, we've heard about it bits and pieces over the past year, and it seems to really be ramping up in an interesting way. So everyone's heard of clubhouse at this point. So clubhouse, the new social media site that, or app, I should say at this point, social network built around audio. So the whole idea is, you know, you've got kind of more discoverability than maybe some of the other social media platforms, but essentially there's rooms of people that are chatting in your, it's kind of like listing in on a conference calls, maybe a good way to point it. Yeah. Well, some people have really blown up from it in a good way, really exposed their brand, doing some, doing some big things. And even re- more recently, I've been hearing more and more people making requests about kind of audio clips in the, in the nudge coach platform, things like that. And it's interesting because from my perspective, I'm kind of feeling like all of a sudden audio got sexy. And for a long time, I think people were really, really fascinated about video. And it was all about video and being able to kind of FaceTime and do video calls with clients. And that was like the thing. I have a hypothesis though, that 2020 took that trend and kind of squashed it a little bit. I think people are so Zoom fatigued from 2020. There's now a shift going back towards asynchronous audio, asynchronous audio clips. And the funniest thing about this, because I told you the story before we came on here, I had a, a guy I went to high school with one of my friends, sent a text to our friend group, and he was trying to get everyone to use Voxer, which if you're not familiar, the Voxer app, it's basically delivering sound bites, you know, across your little friend group or whatnot. It is the exact same functionality that has been an iMessage for years. Why is this now becoming popular? And so, like I said, there is something going on right now in the world of audio that we're starting to see really, really kind of bubble up to the surface. And I just, I think it's worth having a conversation on because I'm starting to see it kind of trickle into the coaching world where there's a shift towards audio from video. That's a take for you. Um I am kind of intrigued with this for sure. Uh, I think this traces back to, I think this is something that's been in the water for a while. I'll put it that way. I think this has been brewing. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely might've been accelerated by some of the stuff you just talked about there. Um, 
I think that's a really, really interesting point. But I think the tip of the spear is the rise of the podcast. Um, that sort of, sort of <clears throat> reminded us all why, you know, our, 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 depending on how old we are, our parents, our grandparents, whatever, loved sitting next to the radio on a Saturday and listening to people talk. Um, audio is a pretty rich uh, kind of channel. I mean, you know, you get someone's voice, you get to hear them, but you don't have to be as engaged as like staring at a screen. You can move around while you're, you're listening and all that good stuff. So it's definitely interesting. It's a nice kind of happy medium between text and, and video in a lot of ways in terms of like the amount of engagement that's required and kind of the portability and all that good stuff. Um, you can, I don't know, walk down the street in any city right now. Everybody's got headphones in their ears mm -hmm. and they're moving around just like living their life. They don't need to kind of stop, sit still, read something or stop, sit still, watch a video they can continue through their life and multitask with audio pretty effectively. So the convenience of it alone has probably done something here. I mean, if, if coaches mm -hmm. are smart enough to try to fit into people's lives, this may be the right call. Um, yeah. I, I'm just, I'm wondering if is, I think you really nailed it. I think as a society, there's a shift now towards, you know, even more convenience. And I think the idea of, um, audio, which is attractive versus maybe, and you can do this with video as well, but the commitment for a video, even if you're just doing a little video recording snippet, the commitment of being on camera is, I, I you know, people always are going to kind of follow the path of least resistance. And I think these, there's something really attractive in the world of coaching to asynchronous sound bites. I think the idea that I can just pick up my phone record a 30 second piece of feedback to a client and send to them, you know, it's humanizing the experience. It's personalizing it. It's providing feedback, you know, providing feedback and value And the cost to the coach is so incredibly low from a standpoint of kind of time and effort that, yep. you know, I, I think there's something here. I'm it's funny because I really think part of this though is further driven by the fatigue of 2020. Yeah. I think you're onto something there. Um, is this a moment where we're going to go to the team after this call and say, Hey, you guys got to integrate Voxer. <laughs> I, so it's funny. Cause I was, I was actually looking at um, that platform there cause they have an SDK. And I think, I think it's interesting. It's an interesting thing to consider for sure. And I, I know I'm, I'm getting more and more intrigued with it. The more conversations I have with people, cause I think the use cases are really strong, but it's um, I'd be curious to know anyone who's listening, just thinking about how you're interacting with your clients right now, how, like what percentage of it is asynchronous from a standpoint, like, I guess your asynchronous touch points that you're having with clients, what percentage of that is kind of written like text message, email versus audio versus video, kind of what that breakdown is. Um, and maybe what's what you feel is more effective. Cause I think it's probably different for every client. That, that's the thing. I, I don't think, one is going to be the ideal solution for every one of your clients. I think it's generally going to be one is going to work better. Like I'm a more visual person. I would probably be more, get more value out of something that was either written or a video versus mm -hmm. just audio. I'd probably forget it after I was finished with it. I'd have to kind of re-listen to it over and over again. Um, 
So I, I think it's, you need multiple. I don't think you can fully rely on one, but I'm seeing a huge shift is all I'm saying. It's definitely true. I think, yeah, I, ideal scenario, you can pump things out on all, all channels, right? I mean, there's there's something for everyone there. Everyone's a kind of persona to some extent. But I mean, even, you know, myself, a different time of day, a different scenario, I might prefer audio to video, you know, for different reasons. So I think it's worth exploring for sure. It's something we'll be looking into. I mean, guys, we have a lot of like things we are constantly weighing in terms of just making sure you know, cost of work goes in just making sure the the platform is working reliably that, you know, needs to happen under the hood. So we've got, you know, balancing a lot of, a lot of uh, trade-offs at all times, but um, all these new things we like to yeah. like to at least get a, get eyes on. But know? we're expanding the team. So it just means we get to tackle the fun stuff quicker. So shout out to Wes who joined our team this week. So new developer yeah. on the team. And Sarah, who joined the team on the sales side, was that about a month ago? About a month ago. And the other Sarah, who other kind of joined Sarah. the team over the past 12 weeks, something like that. So, Learning czar, Sarah. Yeah, learning czar. That's a good way to put it. Um, but I think as we're looking at, you know, like, I want to keep an eye on this because I, I think it is something where it, it makes me wonder in my conversations I'm having now, I really do want to start asking people, how they're the way in their engaging clients has changed over the past 12 months and try to get a sense of how audio is kind of woven in. And I, I, I think it's worth a blog post. I definitely think this is something that we should be unpacking a little bit and exploring mm-hmm. like what solutions people are using for this, because I still think a lot of people are using things like, um, um, you know, text message or WeChat or whatnot. Yeah. And I think, you know, those systems have audio and they have for a long time. Are people using them? And it, it yeah. cause it's funny to me, it feels like people just discovered audio and it's like, wait a second, hasn't, hasn't this app been on our phone for years? Like what, why is it now just becoming something? Yeah. So. I don't know if you remember this Mac, but a few weeks ago I sent you an audio message and I message because yeah. I was holding a screaming child. <laughs> you did. You did. I actually find, I will say, I do find it more complicated to do that iMessage than it should be to just send an audio blip. Yeah, like you have to yeah. hold something or then like swipe it or something. I, I can't remember, but I tried doing it the other day and it was way more complicated than I thought it should be. Yeah, I wasn't totally sure it even worked, but it seemed to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now it's a, there's some use for it, but mm-hmm. I think some some improvements still to be done for sure. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah, I, I guess the question is convenience. So for one, I mean, if you think about efficiency, I think about some of the coaches we work with that maybe you're managing you know, dozens, hundreds, or some of the, the organizations, maybe thousands of people, they're, thousands they're engaging. From an efficiency standpoint, it seems like if, you know, say I'm, I'm managing, you know, dozens or hundreds of people, the ability to just kind of look at the person's account very quickly, kind of put some thoughts together and just record a 30-second audio clip, I feel like from an efficiency standpoint, probably f- far quicker than typing it all out. And Definitely. it would make me think from an efficiency standpoint, I could really be pushing boundaries pretty quickly and scaling myself um, doing something like that. So I, I'm curious if that's going to unlock more new models, more efficiency, higher, higher scale type models. This is all very interesting to me. No, I, I mean, this trend is, it, it is a, 
I think there's enough there to call it a trend for yeah. sure. <laughs> it's not a small thing. I so someone I'm connected with via Twitter. I I'm gonna miss how long ago he launched this, but it's been sort of on top of this and, and bringing voice to this kind of push toward audio and launched something that was basically audio based online courses. It's an online course platform that's purely audio. It's called Avocado, I think. Um, oh yeah yeah but totally fascinating that that's going in that direction too yeah um i can't decide if i think that's a, a good idea or not <laughs> i don't i think it's a more accessible so i think part of the reason online courses have failed for 98 percent of people maybe 99 whatever it is um is that most people are not naturally you know comfortable or maybe skilled enough in, in the art of like being on camera and like I'm not trying to yeah. say I am by any means but I'm, I'm just saying like I think we as society most of us are not accustomed to you know we don't have acting backgrounds we're not used to putting together things like that yeah. where just speaking may be a much more approachable solution for some people mm-hmm. that you know I, I think it's it's interesting I think it could be right for the for the right types of folks but yeah. No, I, and I, the, the one thing I will, I will hand to him and I think it's a, you know, really valid is that, Hey, if it's, if it, I think if it's a lightweight topic that you could, you know, consume mm-hmm. on the go, maybe, maybe it needs to be a lower cost thing. I don't know. He would probably argue with me on that, but um, I incredibly yeah. convenient to learn on the go, <laughs> just via yeah. audio, audio recording, like you do with your audio books or, Maybe you have some some interesting educational podcasts you listen to. I think um, topics, it has to be, for certain topics, it's going to work better than others. And I think sure. for some topics, to your point, there's probably an argument that there's no reduction in value. I mean, some topics, you yeah. really don't need as many visual components. I think it'd be tough to Philosophy. maybe- Philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. That's not, like I, I would think about like, you know, but some of the more technical things like introduction to programming or something like that may be a, a very difficult thing to really Possible. get into. Um, programming, mathematics, physics, those types. Yeah, of I, I listened to a book one time on, on, on algorithms and it was a super interesting book and it was really, um, they, they, it was enough at a high level talking about like some really interesting use cases of like um, different, different theories and, and different, uh, uh, different scenarios. And, and some of it was very, very, approachable and accessible through like an audio setting but there were some really funny scenarios where it would actually talk about an equation or an algorithm and it would like read it out through the you know through the mic or through the excuse me through the uh, headphones and it was like just really funny listening to like that voice just kind of rattle off letters numbers (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's that's where audio just wasn't working quite as well but um yeah for sure um so that's interesting uh, you can match your subject matter to your to your communication channel, video, audio, text. Um, reach out to the show. You know what? You can just reach out to me directly. I'm Phil at NudgeCoach.com. This is a test of how many people are listening to this episode. Phil at NudgeCoach.com. If you want to say, hey, what the hell are you guys waiting for? Get audio into the platform. Um, you can feel free to send that to me. Mm-hmm. Um, if you mention that you enjoyed listening to Mac underscore gamble on the podcast as well. That'll get you bonus points. I don't know what those will turn into, but I'll, tr- I'll try to figure out something that those yeah. bonus points count toward. 
I did, didn't we say we're i think we're doing a coupon code for listeners didn't we didn't we say we're doing a coupon code? oh yeah the, the the sneaky hidden coupon code so just mention that you found out about us on the podcast um and yeah you get a discount to nudge coach we we haven't super formalized it yet but you get a discount just email us um i believe it's a 10 percent immediate yeah. code but yeah so it was a, it was a good starting point for mystery discount is way more fun though so yeah mystery reach out to find out what you're doing that would be a fun thing if you could if there was a coupon code type that was uh kind of the uh kind of russian roulette of, yeah, of coupon, coupon code codes lottery. you didn't know which like that'd be just a fun thing for everybody it's just like hey you put it in we don't know what the what the discount's going to be yeah we'll see. yeah that's a great gimmick i think we should maybe launch that that sounds that's like a, fun I think it'd be fun. I think people, people will be signing up to our system just to see what coupon code they yeah. get. Like a spinning uh, wheel. For everyone listening yep. via audio, I'm I'm doing hand gestures as if you can see what I'm doing. Exactly. This is when <laughs> audio's tough when you're trying to show us something through hand gestures. Anyone who's watching the YouTube is getting the benefit of that. That's right. Um, but audio, yeah, I think audio i'd also be curious to see, you know, we we were mainly talking about at first the act of client engagement. But I think now as we're thinking about even promotion and the funnel, are we seeing a shift of coaches going towards things like Clubhouse? And I know Instagram, Twitter, every social media platform is now working on some kind of audio competitor. Is, is it going to get to the point where we're going to start seeing a lot of businesses now, their funnels more structured around audio? And so what they're now doing is rather than publishing pretty pictures, it's in, in Instagram lives or whatnot, it's they're just giving a lot of talks basically through clubhouse and these other platforms. And so it's, you know, you're attracting people through the audio and you're engaging them through the audio, which as we've discussed, I think alignment and consistency is really important. Yeah. Oh, that's really interesting. I continuing somehow this trend one step further uh, has been the sort of movement to monetize audio content as well. Mm. Um, and I guess, the example of, I think it's Colin Keeley's his name, uh, his business avocado was kind of ahead of that or doing its own version of that with the audio online course things. But, um, you know, we have the Patreons, mm-hmm. um, we have people monetizing their podcasts. Uh, I mean, Apple is even allowing direct monetization of podcasts now, I believe. Um, Clubhouse has rolled out to all of their people. Is it, is it, I don't know if it's widespread yet or just to the influencers, but someone can monetize. You can. Yeah. There are clubhouse payments, which they're not taking any cut of, which fascinates Mac in business model realm. I've decided they're just saying, no, we're not going to ever generate revenue. We're just (laughs) never going to do it. Kudos to them. We're good. (laughs) We're good. (laughs) I'm in it for fame. (laughs) Hey, it's working. I've heard there were like multiple, several billion dollar acquisition discussions going on with clubhouse. So, I mean, if you, if you build it fast enough and build enough of a brand, people will buy it. So, yep. Yep. Your data must be worth something. (laughs) Yeah. It's a very easy thing to replicate though. That's what's so interesting. But um, yeah, I I think I I would imagine much like people go to go, you know, see a speaker. So they go to some kind of talk. Um, Maybe they then work with that person or sign up for one of their offerings. I mean, it does make you wonder if there will be full um, sales experience into client, into working with a person as a client, like that whole user journey or customer journey, fully audio. Will that be, Uh, will that be something? 
Yeah. So podcasts, like free podcast episodes, top of funnel down into yeah. some form of paid content that may be subscription-based, uh, upselling into direct coaching, yeah. which is somehow done through some type of, of mm-hmm. audio means that is fascinating. I mean, if you think about, so like I, I'm a Patreon subscriber for, for a podcast to listen to. So I started on the free podcast. Now I'm paying them like $6 a month or whatever it is. And they don't, I don't think there's anything they have that I would sign up for from like a coat. It's not really, wouldn't be relevant for like a coaching relationship, but it, it does make you wonder if there was a more premium offering that they had that was kind of one-to-one interaction that would be a fully, for the most part, fully audio-based relationship, which is kind of interesting to see. Yeah, that is definitely interesting. Um, You definitely have to tune up your podcast mic for that one. You'd want to sound super clean. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Paid audio relationships. I like it. I mean, there's something personal about hearing someone's tone of voice, even if you're not seeing their face. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a connection there. There's nothing more fun, by the way, if you just know people through audio, I've always thought this was so fun, mm-hmm. um, is to just look them up, like your favorite oh, yeah. that you listen to, and just see their face. Because I swear nine times out of 10, I'm just shocked by what, what people they look, look like. like. Yeah, Just nothing like what you would expect. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. And I, I hope, I don't know if y'all can hear this or not, but our my cat has really appreciated the topic today and has been very vocal in the background. So she also believes in audio-based experiences. Excellent. Whoever speaks cat can just fire off there you some channels that way. And please email me because I have no idea what she's saying. <laughs> it's pretty aggressive towards me though. Um, we need the cat parent coaching team. Yep. Cat parent coaching team. Please come to my house immediately. Um, but this is, I, I know we were unsure of where this topic was going to take us today but like i said i i think it's becoming more relevant Mm -hmm. it's coming up in more of my conversations and i think it's something where let's keep an eye on it i want to keep um i think we explore it and hey let us know if you're using audio in different ways engaging um, leads or engaging prospects or engaging your clients this way let us know i'm i'm really intrigued to see how it works if people are finding more value of it i will say i know at least one partner we work with that has said their best clients that they bring in uh, have come in through their podcast. Yeah. So I, I think it's a, a great way to build a relationship. And I know some of our customers come to the podcast Definitely. and it, it is great. It is a couple great emails me. specifically this week, people that were new to us. I mean, when we get an email that calls you Mac underscore gamble, explicitly nothing makes me happier i can't think of anything that makes me happier unless you also say that you heard that 2021 is the year of the client experience then we can really have a conversation if you add that then yeah that's that's true um i think i think it's starting to catch on i mean it it seems like i am seeing some really cool experiences out there in the wild right now and i think it's something where whether you know maybe we weren't behind it. So I won't give us all the credit by any means, but I think, I think, I think the coaching world is starting to recognize this trend and I'm just, I feel like I'm seeing some awesome experiences right now, really excited how things are going in terms Mm -hmm. of just, it seems like coaches have become much more comfortable with technology in general, much more proficient in understand the idea of connecting different services, like the idea now of them creating experiences around like using a system like ours and then maybe like hey they're all they have a calendar account and they've been using zoom and they're collecting payments over here Mm -hmm. 
I feel like that that hesitation, the fear of setting stuff up, I'm not encountering as much anymore. Like people feel pretty, I think people are getting savvier. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll be curious to see where we are kind of going, you know, as we wrap up this year and go into the next one. No doubt. I mean, it's, it's out of need, right? Out of necessity, people are getting better and better at hooking these systems together. Um, yeah. I will say excited to hear, you know, you had a really good call this week that <clears throat> led to kind of uh newish partner we're working with who really built out a full funnel just within in nudge coach within the app itself uh, which i thought was just a really cool thing to hear someone who is savvy enough from a business model perspective understands the kind of customer journey to build out kind of light low touch top of funnel all the way down to uh kind of higher level stuff yeah i, I actually asked him already if you wanted to be on the podcast because i wanted him to walk through all this so oh, <laughs> Yeah. He, uh, he, I think he was open to it. Um, yeah, I, I think it's people are getting savvy regarding kind of multi-tier models. And I think a lot of coaches now are kind of flocking towards multi-tier models of having a lower cost offering, a premium offering, you know, having maybe a handful of clients paying them top dollar and then having a much more accessible, approachable offering, whether either as a lead in or as a, a more of a maintenance plan. And as, as a result, really cool experiences being built on the nudge coach platform in terms of like each group being broken, you know, each tier basically being a group in the platform, different kind of content automation being delivered to each one of those. Um, and as people are kind of upgrade downgrade and they're kind of moving them across groups. It just, I think some, I'm, I'm excited what I'm seeing in the coaching world right now. I think some good progress is being made and I think there's some maturity that's happening. No doubt. All of it happening all within your own coaching app. What a beautiful world we could live in. Uh, <laughs> that was angels singing from above it wasn't really me just in my microphone so between me and i think that's what the cat was excited about too i'm just gonna say that's what it was okay so, so what did we learn today we uh, uh know your customer don't start a super league without talking to your customer first um so stan Cronkey, thanks for showing us that john henry thanks for showing us that the glazers uh who else i don't know there are some other people who are involved in this not just the american guys it's just easier for me to name drop those guys because they own like different u.s sports teams too mm -hmm. so whatever um don't do that do consider audio how you can weave it into your workflow i'm intrigued i mean obviously i'm on a podcast talking about audio so here we go um but reach out to us if you're using it in interesting ways with your clients let us know how you're using it um We'll continue to have conversations without, with our team about how that would fit into what we do in Nudge Coach specifically. And as always, remember that 2021 is the year of the client experience. What else you got, Mac? We're going to have to recoin that when we get into 2022. We've, we've really been riding that hard. Are we going to come up with a different mantra for 2022? Uh, we're either going to come up with a different mantra or we're going to have to commit to it being the decade of the client experience. <laughs> I could see us having like t-shirts eventually where like each year is crossed off and we keep writing a new one below it of like make X year the client, you have the, the client experience. experience. Yep. I see I mugs and t-shirts in our future. There you go. We'll send you guys an email when we have the store set up. All right. I think we're done. <laughs> That's it. Ran out of ran out of fuel, but hope everybody right. has a good Nudge weekend. Coach Happy Hour, everybody. Nudge Coach Happy Hour on your favorite podcast app, also on the YouTubes. Um, 
If you're interested in the coaching platform, pop over to nudgecoach.com every Thursday at noon Eastern time. We are doing office hours, sometimes with me, sometimes with Mac, even there, sometimes with the different team members. It's a, it's a rotate, rotating cast of characters over there. Uh, but great way to dive into the platform, learn something specific this past week when it's better to use messages, send a message to a client or when it's better to put it in a card, a nice piece of content in a card. Good conceptual discussion on that one. Very philosophical. Very philosophical. Would have been great audio. Um, All right, guys. I guess with that, we'll see you next week.